Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where this week, on one hand, we have Star Wars, the ultimate space opera, and on the other hand, we have the franchise that is unfairly compared to it. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Rodriguez, and I really hope your finals are doing well. Um... I'm freaking out a little bit about my finals. I've got a test tomorrow, and I've got uh, the test on on Wednesday that will determine whether or not I get my certification for phlebotomy so that I can actually get a job and, uh, well, a job in a trade in, that actually pays well. So wish me luck. I hope y'all are gonna y'all are gonna do fine in your in your finals. I I just know it. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Star Wars this week. Um, but before we do that, the uh, Marvel has just released a new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And it's pretty fantastic. Uh, James Gunn has said that, you know, if you thought that the, that the first movie had a great soundtrack, he thinks that this one is even is going to be even better. And I think the original one went platinum, which is ridiculous. I mean, I bought a copy, so yeah, I liked it. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, I've seen the trailer twice. I've been showing it to my family, <laughs> annoying them with it, and uh, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna watch the trailer again, and because I have a terrible memory, and I'm just gonna kind of give you my thoughts about it. Uh, so we see the giant freaking whatever uh tentacled monster thing i forget what it's called drax is just jumping straight into that sarlacc pit of death and we get a nice bit with uh rocket and baby groot who is just the cutest thing like i know it's not like manly to say that but holy crap it's groot is so cute it's ridiculous i want all the baby groot um gear like maybe just a tiny little little stuffed animal of him or something and this song i don't like i had to look it up i think it's um fox on the run by sweet it's fantastic i love it i was just tapping my foot and dancing to it okay the freaking swarm of alien hordes of tiny ships uh, i mean i'm sure that this one had that in the in the works before uh, Star Trek Beyond came out, but boy, does that look like Star Trek Beyond? That's ridiculous. Uh, here we got Rocket and Baby Groot. Um, Baby Groot is riding on the back of, uh, or, or on the shoulder of Rocket Raccoon instead of the other way around in this movie. And Baby Groot is just running at the bad guys, at the Ravagers, I suppose. I think that's a Ravager. Let's see, is that a Ravager? Yeah, I don't know. He looks like a Ravager. And he's dressed in his little Ravager uniform. It's so cute. And then he goes all ballistic and he's super scary and freaky, old Chucky like. <sighs> and here's a nice moment where um Chris Pat Chris Pratt gets to be very Star Lord, you know. You're wasting a lot of time here. <laughs> if there's anybody Yeah, it's it's real good. Uh how are they breathing out in it looks like they're in space. Um Maybe some Doctor Who, like, force field type of thing. I am Groot! Why did they get Vin Diesel back for that? Like, why didn't they get, just get, like, a like a kid? 
you know, uh, Vin Di- we don't need Vin Diesel, you know, turned up to 11 on the high pitch scale. <sighs> it's ridiculous. Uh, apparently this character Mantis with the, uh, like, uh, what do you call that? Telekinetic psychic abilities or whatever you call it, where she touches somebody and, and she, is that an empath? I think it's an empath, uh, where she touches somebody and she can feel their feelings or sense their feelings. Um, apparently she was green originally, but we have too many green characters or something. You know, everybody's got to be a weird color. It's either green or blue. So they just made her beige instead so that it's, uh, instead of being super weird, it's just a little bit weird. (laughs) She doesn't have like irises. It's real creepy. She looks, she's just all pupil. Come on, you're overreacting, Drax. Just calm down. Calm down. Stop it. It's fine. He likes he likes the green girl. It's fine. All right. May 2017. Fantastic. Wait, did that? Oh, that's weird. The um international trailer or or the the UK version, it it just says like coming in 2017, but the US version says May 2017. That's weird. Maybe it's not coming out in May in in the UK. They'll probably get it early. Those sons of guns. Anyway, that was a that was a fantastic trailer. Love it. Love Baby Groot. That song's fantastic. This movie's gonna be amazing. Uh, we still haven't seen Ego, the Living Planet. They will no doubt uh, spoil that. Spoil Russell. No, not Russell. Uh, Kurt Russell's role in this movie sometime within uh, sometime between now and May, just because. <sighs> A lot of stuff it tends to be spoiled. Uh, on the other hand, Marvel Marvel's been good with their trailers, sort of until like the last month or so uh, before the movie happens. All right, so anyway, that was good. Moving on. So the original Star Wars, now known as Episode Four: A New Hope, came out in 1977, and the original version stress that original version of it won six Academy Awards, Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Film Editing, Original Score, Best Sound, and Best Visual Effects. Um, there's some other editing and uh, scientific and engineering awards that, that got handed out. And also it got nominated for its uh, screenplay. George Lucas got that. Um, and Alec Guinness got Best Actor for a Supporting Role nomination as well as Best Director and Best Picture, which it lost to Woody Allen's Annie Hall, according to Wikipedia. <sighs> Guys, I've seen Annie Hall. <laughs> nah, nah. It, Star Wars should have gotten it. Uh, mostly because I like Star Wars better. Uh, I don't really get Annie. Anyway, uh, that's the original version. I ha- I may have seen the original version, um, we may have it on VHS. It's unlikely. Uh, like, I have the copy still, but I don't know if it's the original version anymore because our VHS player broke a long time ago, and I've not been able to get a new one. I just haven't had the chance. So in this version, this is the version where um, Han shoots at the same time as Greedo, and, you know, his his head is computer manipulated to like clip to the side so that he dodges the laser blast uh from Greedo's blaster at the same time that he shoots Greedo in the head 
or the chest or whatever, <sighs> which is aggravating. This okay. Look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little rant about the uh, special editions real quick. Uh, the amount of like super cheap looking CG in this version is ridiculous. I have a giant freaking space camel walking across the entire frame of the camera. You can't see anything for its huge flank. And uh, why? <laughs> I don't understand. So uh, on Tatooine, when uh, Obi-Wan and Luke are zipping around in their little uh, freaking speeder or whatever, uh, right before the, these are not the droids you're looking for type of thing. Uh, that's my Obi-Wan impression, by the way. Uh, it'll get better. Um, <clears throat> so just before that part, there's, you know, kind of a an establishing shot. And you see little aliens going here and there. And uh, this huge, ridiculous camel thing walks in front of the camera, blocks your entire view of even the CG characters behind it. And why? I don't understand. Um... Else. They they add some like flying droids. Uh, I was watching a video recently of all like the differences, um, and one that I missed was R two D two, and one part hides behind an outcropping of rock that wasn't there before. Like Luke gets attacked by some Tusken Raiders or something, and R two D two is like looking on. And in the original version, it's like oh you know he's just kind of standing there, and there's it just kind of in a little alcove or a little tiny grotto and there's nothing in front of him the fact that the that rock is in front of him it's like he would have had to shimmy his way for like a good 10 minutes to try to get into that tiny little spot that he barely fits in it makes no sense (sighs) so george lucas why i mean you there's like some speculation that um or, or some people have said that the original Star Wars was a mess when it went into the editing room and came out, you know, this masterpiece. So, uh, and everyone says that Luke, Lucas is like a, an idea guy. He's a general overall story guy. And this is, uh, it makes sense. You know, all of his, his general ideas all, you know, are super are fantastic. The overall story of the prequels is great. But it it just doesn't pay off. He doesn't uh, execute it well, and yeah, the the decisions that he makes after the release of the film between <clears throat> 1977 and whenever he sold uh, Star Wars to Disney have all been very bad. All of the all well, most of the editions have been and subscri- subscription subtractions. <laughs> and like alterations have been ridiculous uh there were some good ones like uh changing the emperor's face to look like you know uh i think in the the original one he looked different and then later on uh he kind of looked a little bit better and more like you see him in the prequels and in the prequels he looked pretty cool so changing him from one to the other it it, it works um shaving the eyebrows of uh darth vader well we'll talk about that later uh, when I actually get to uh, seeing five and six, I think I've seen all of the original trilogy uh, in some some way or shape or form. 
uh, maybe walking in and out of the room or something because I've, or maybe it's just all the clips that are online because I've seen, I feel like I've seen all three of them, but then again, maybe I haven't. I'm not sure. So before Rogue One comes out, hopefully I'm going to be able to, to watch five and six. Uh, I don't know if there's, there's probably really no reason I have to. I probably should have done that before I watched episode seven, but, um, you know, I'm going to try anyway. So, what do I say about this movie? It's fantastic. Uh, other than the annoying little bits that George Lucas uh, changed. Uh, classic hero's journey, real self-contained. You know, Luke is this little farm boy on Tatooine. Uh, his mentor walks in, Obi-Wan, tells him about this brave new world that he has no, uh, he had no prior knowledge of, hands him the magical sword, not Excalibur in this situation, it's a lightsaber, and he loses his parents, as all uh, Disney heroes do, I mean, he Luke, Luke uh, himself was sort of grandfathered in, because he was bought by Disney and not made by Disney, but uh, nonetheless, he loses his parents, as well as his adopted parents, I just remembered that they're actually aunt and uncle, what is it, uh, uncle... Nope, can't remember the uncle's name, but Aunt Beruta, something like that. I, I mean, I could look it up, but it would take forever. And my computer's about to die, and I gotta do this quick. Uh, yeah, so he loses his, his adopted parents on Tatooine, and it's 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 a lot more graphic than I remember. Uh, he, they act, You actually see their charred corpses, which is, um, yeah, a little bit disturbing. And then he, uh, they go off, and uh, he, he runs off with Obi-Wan, and I forget how, it's weird how things, like, memories of this movie kind of slip through the cracks, but they go, and they blow up the Death Star. <laughs> They're like, okay, so they go to, that's when they go to Han Solo in, in the bar, and you get the, the real nice uh, bar song, what is it called? The Moss Eisley theme or whatever, and, I don't know why I just did that, it's real bad, uh, I don't know if, I don't know how many other podcasts you guys listen to, but there's this podcast called, uh, Steel Wars, uh, by an Australian guy named Steel Saunders, and he has that Moss Eisley Cantina song as his, like, podcast theme, and it drives me insane, because he does it for like a good uh, way too long before and after his podcast actually starts. So now watching this movie, it's kind of, I, I really don't like the theme. But uh, yeah, that aside, um, they tried to recreate this in episode seven. It didn't quite work out so well. I mean, it was, it was cool. It's nice to see all of the, the aliens that they created and uh, put together in real life. You know, they're all puppets or animatronics or, you know, costumes, which is it's nice, but didn't quite live up to the Moss Eisley Cantina. Um, we get this inexplicable, hey, we don't serve your kind here. Let's be racist to robots. I don't. I don't understand that. Like, what's the robot going to do? Or, you mean, an android? droid. What's a droid going to do? It's just going to stand there and not drink anything. Like, what's the... Are they going to get in the way? Why? 
Why? That doesn't make any sense. Just like real racism. Hey. <clears throat> and, yeah, Greedo gets shot. They get pursued by some stormtroopers, I think. Or was that later? I don't know. Uh, they go off in the Millennium Falcon. Something about parsecs. And, oh, if anybody... This is something that I'm going to figure out. I don't know if the idea of parsecs actually being a unit of distance rather than time is actually canon. I asked a bunch of Star Wars nerds on Facebook, but they weren't actually able to tell me what it what it was, what the answer was, because there's one guy that's like, I've been a Star Wars fan since forever, and it's uh, definitely a unit of time, and it's always been a unit of time, because George Lucas says so on the website that is honestly probably not updated enough and then another fan is like no that was in legends and it's all wiped away none of that counts anymore and i don't know so it, i'm i'm confused um basically the the theory i guess was that you know han solo he says that oh the millennium falcon made the castle run in 12 less than parsecs and he says that in order to uh, figure out if somebody can be swindled, basically, to see how gullible somebody is or how much they know. Because uh, if you're in the know, apparently, parsecs are actually a unit of distance. And it's, so it's like saying that I made the entire 100-meter run in one foot. You know, it's, and that doesn't make any sense. And you would know that if you know what a foot is. But if you don't know what a foot is, then you're dumb enough that I can probably pull the wool over your eyes. You know, you're you're or you're ignorant enough that I could probably uh, pull a fast one on you. So I'm not sure if that's correct or if it's actually just you know, twelve parsecs is a unit of time. Uh, in uh, according to that one famous astrophysicist. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I believe, he he was the one that was like, hey, this is actually a really obscure unit of measurement in, like, uh, astrophysics. astrophysics. Um, I had to reach for that word. In astrophysics, it's like um, 3.12 light years or something like that. I, I forget what it is. But it's it's a very specific and kind of seemingly random number of uh light years uh and so that is an actual that's actual time so uh yeah that would that would check out but you know whatever if you guys know i just explained a bunch of that so if you don't know uh now you are confused <laughs> as i am but if you guys do know the answer to that uh please hit me up at game of the box i would love to know um Let's see. What else do we have in this movie? We've got the 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 great Star Wars comedic line of um uh you, you know Han is like uh they're in the Death Star, they're trying to get uh Leia out cuz they got bored just waiting around for Obi-Wan and uh, he's like, "Hey, uh you know everything's fine here in the Stormtrooper little hole that we're in. Uh how how are you?" Everything good? Okay. And then he like shoots the he shoots the comm system. That was that was pretty good. Probably the funniest. It's th- that one moment is funnier than anything in all three of the prequels. Um and I don't know if I shared this before when we 
I think I reviewed episode seven. I don't remember. Maybe I didn't because it had been talked to death like immediately after its release. But um, when, like my first thing, the first encounter with uh, with Star Wars was at school, at Catholic school. I went to Catholic school for a couple of years. They had this uh, VHS of episode one. This was back when VHSs were a thing. And... Uh, episode one has like little Jake Lloyd, uh, baby Darth Vader, and you know Obi Wan and Queen Amidala, and I think it has, no, it's got it's got um, Darth Maul in the back, and so I had always wanted to see it because you know it's Star Wars and everybody knows Star Wars and it's you know it's cool, but uh, you know you take one look at Darth Maul and you know that your homeschool devout christian mom is not gonna let 10 year old little you watch a devil-faced man versus a bunch of jedis you know so i had to wait a couple of years to actually see it uh when i did see it it was super long but i enjoyed it because of the lightsaber fights and i saw the other prequels and it's like wow this is great for all the lightsaber fights but you know all of the rest of it is kind of you know whatever and then time goes on and I'm, I finally get to, like, hear more people being like, you know, the, the prequels are absolute garbage, and I'm starting to agree with them at this point, and I'm like, okay, I really like, and really, there were just whispers that I'd heard, so I really like all the lightsaber fights, but, you know, that's not really enough to hold a movie together, so why do people like the Star Wars movies? I don't understand, because... The new ones are garbage in between all the lightsaber fights, and the old ones, presumably, are just old. And, you know, when, every, when special, special effects get old, the movie really suffers for it. So I was a little bit confused at that point why anyone likes Star Wars. But now I'm starting to understand it because the storytelling in Episode 4 is fantastic, and uh, the... At this point, I, I feel like it's more the concepts and the potential of Star Wars that is so intriguing. Uh, and maybe, again, maybe it's maybe that's because I haven't seen 5 and 6 all the way through in, you know, to the best of my knowledge. But that's, that's just how I feel right now. Like, there are all these things that you could do with the Force and the lightsabers that they haven't done yet. And... They've even done these things in other types of media. Like, I think there was a Disney Channel thing. Uh, I swear I've mentioned this before. But there was a Disney Channel thing where there were these kids and they were uh, playing Star Wars or something. I don't know. I didn't watch the whole episode. It was just like my sister had it on. I was like, oh, hey, so they're doing a Star Wars thing. And the the kid had a lightsaber. He was a Jedi. And he threw his lightsaber and it, like, stabbed a uh, stormtrooper, and I think it like went through the stormtrooper and led him to a tree. And I was like, "Yes, that's so cool! Like, why hasn't anyone thrown a freaking lightsaber? Like, maybe the your opponent would like cut it out of the air, and you know, you would be down a lightsaber. But maybe not. I don't know. You never tried it. Nobody's ever tried it. Why has no one tried it? <sighs> yeah. So there are a lot of cool things that I think that they can do in. Uh, the movies that they haven't done yet. Like, I didn't, I had never even thought of a uh, Jedi or a Sith trying to, you know, take a, a blaster bolt and force hold it there 
<laughs> for an entire for an entire scene. Yeah, that's an actual force power. Force hold it there. <laughs> and uh, Kylo Ren did that in Episode Seven. Never thought about that before. He did it, and it was amazing, and I loved it. New force powers, new creative ways of using the force. This is what I want in Star Wars. Please give that to me. <sighs> anyway, um, they blow up the <laughs> they blow up the Death Star. The first of many Death Stars. And yeah, everybody goes home. Chewie doesn't get a medal, but everything's awesome. And we get the ending theme, and it's amazing. Uh, a little self contained story that uh, wasn't really supposed to keep going because no one really had faith that this movie would go anywhere. And then, yeah. And then the. Uh, what was it? it was a museum some some museum was like hey maybe it was a smithsonian smithsonian hey george lucas can we put your a copy of your movie in our museum we think that future generations are going to want to see it because of how it revolutionized cinema and contributed so much to the art of the human race uh we just think that we should preserve it uh, no, okay, I'm gonna do it, George Lucas, uh, no, I don't, uh, I don't think we're gonna, we're gonna do that, and he's just like, nah, nah, bro, we're gonna, I'm gonna change it, and that original Star Wars thing that I made is not the real Star Wars anymore, it, this, uh, this version is the real Star Wars now, yeah, Mm mm-hmm, and I'm not gonna change it, whoops, okay, I'm gonna change it again, yeah, and he didn't give it to them, so, like, they can't even get their hands on an original version of Star Wars. Also, another side note, please, if if you know how to torrent something and, like, get... Look, I've, I've bought all the Blu-rays, okay? So, I but I really need an original... The original versions of all of these movies because all the CG and the ridiculous like alien space camels walking across the screen. It's just not going to fly. It's it's just not cool. So if you guys know how to do that, it's it's like, uh, what is it? Star Wars Despecialized, and they have like, there's a Reddit thing, and then you click on the Reddit thing, and then it goes to their website, and you have to like make an account, and then they give you all of this ridiculous gibberish code that you presumably have to copy and paste into something in order to download their versions, their despecialized versions of Star Wars. And I don't know how to do it, so if any of you tech guys uh, could help me out with that, that'd be amazing. Oh, I think that's about it uh, that I have to say about Star Wars this time around. I do have two other movies to get through for the 16th or the 15th, because I might see it early like on thursday night um and you know i'll get i'll get a chance to probably say some more horrible things about uh, the spell editions and the prequel trilogy when we get there so let's think of a hashtag for this for this thing because that's fun on twitter <coughs> hashtags hashtag star wars space camel because no one's used that yet and that thing drives me nuts and again, if you know how to get the despecialized versions, please help me. I must have these versions. Thank you very much for listening. Follow me at Gabe in the Box on Twitter, at Bargain Bin Movie Pod on Instagram. Tune in next week when I will probably talk about 
Black Mirror. If you guys haven't seen Black Mirror on Netflix, get on it. Season 3 is amazing. It will rip your heart out, put it back in, twist it around, flip your mind over on its head, and just... Whew, it's it's a ride. Um, There's a lot of... Look, don't don't watch it with your little tiny brother, okay? But it's it's amazing. Anyway, see you next week. Bye.